Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers of happiness, joy, and a centered approach to success in life. Seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits, to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation, and we're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Before we jump into this episode, Melissa and I would like to ask for a favor. We're trying to get to know our audience better so we can create better episodes just for you. We would really appreciate it if you could head over to theselfawarenessjourney.com slash survey and answer a few quick questions for us. Thanks. You like going on nature walks? Yeah, I do. I love it. What What about a nature walk do you like? Oh, I like the air and the feeling of being outside and just all the things coming to life in the woods or wherever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like the leaves. Uh- so, like, a lot to look at, right? Yeah. A lot to look at. Yeah. Uh, when I go walking with people, mm-hmm. especially in the woods, like if we're out at the Boundary Waters or, you know, hiking with friends, mm-hmm. um, some people, like, are there to hike. Mm-hmm. Get her done. And, which is fine. Like, they just walk, you know, yeah, like, one foot done. in front of the other. Yep. Yep. <laughs> get it done, right? We're getting to the other side. Um <laughs> And some get absolutely lost in, like, observation and just looking at all of the tiny things. You ever walk with someone who's, like, constantly stopping and, like, I'm that person. look at this rock. I'm that person. Look at this leaf. Look at the bark on this tree. Well, yeah. It can be very annoying <laughs> yes, for Yes, I am my... that person. I am that person, too. You are? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I can't make it two steps without stopping and looking at something drives some people crazy. And you know, I'm always an agate hunter. I'm a huge agate hunter. So every mm. single section there are rocks. I'm stopping the flow of everything. Scouring just for rocks. See. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd love it. There is, uh, I don't want to stereotype people too much, but I will say that if you go on a nature walk with an artist... Yeah. Oh, like, do you go on a walk with your mom? Yes. Does she constantly, like, look at yes. all the little things? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So some people are really, really, really into this idea that the fun of that stuff is look, finding the little details, yeah. observing all of the little things. Yeah. How does the light bounce off this one rock <laughs> and hit the bark on the tree? <laughs> Yeah, or how to? I always love how sunbeams come down between tree tree leaves. Mm. Mm-hmm. I always think that's beautiful. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I luckily, I have a, a partner in in my my nature walks with Abby because <laughs> she likes doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> last weekend, so last weekend, not to put us on a tangent too much, but last weekend uh, on Friday, it was Friday night. It was you know after school maybe six o'clock. And I was like, Abby, what would you want to do? What should we do this weekend or like tonight? And she goes, oh, we should uh, we should go on a hike. I was like, oh, good call. And uh, huh. 
she goes, oh, you know what? Could we, could we go on a hike and watch the sunset? Oh. It's like, of course. That's an awesome idea. Let's do that. So we hopped in the car. We drove up to Taylor's Falls. Wow. Where the cliffs are. Yeah. Um, and by the time we got there, it was like 7.30. Sunset was at, oh, we got there about 7. Sunset was at 7.30. Hmm. So we like hustled this hiking trail up to the top of the cliff. And we watched the sunset, which was nice. That's darling. But when the sun goes down, you're still like in twilight, right? So it's still like actually pretty 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 light light. out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, let's go to the next little lookout point. Mm -hmm. So we wandered the trail to the next lookout point, except it wasn't on top of the cliff. It was actually down by the river. Oh, yeah. So we sat on a rock next to the river during twilight Mm. for like almost an hour and we watched like a couple boats go by we watched Mm. the birds we watched you know we could hear the frogs so we just sat there and observed and the longer we sat there the more stuff we saw oh sure that's awesome i love it you know what that reminds me of this idea that you become still and you you're able to start observing more and more. Yeah. I think is really key. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and whatever whatever you're practicing, you're growing in. So you're mm-hmm. you're practicing the power of observation and it's growing. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I was just gonna say, do you remember that long time ago there was a commercial on TV in the seventies or eighties and it was a little girl and her dad sitting on a hill watching the sun go down? And the sunset disappeared underneath the hill, and his and the little girl mm. leans against her dad, and she says, "Do it again, Daddy." Did uh, you ever see that? Oh, I just thought that, that was the sweetest. That was the sweetest commercial. I don't even remember the product that they were selling, hmm. but I just remember the feeling of that, and it kind of reminded me as you described that. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. I love kind of like that. Yeah, I love this idea of so, of observation. I think it's really critical, and it isn't just in stuff. You know, we observe mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me tell you what happened after that. Okay. Just to round out my little story, because it'll drive me crazy if I don't. Okay, you, you go. So you we got sat the floor. there and observed, and right, like everything was, everything was emerging, and then the stars are out, and you know, all of this stuff yeah. is, is uh, coming to life. Yeah. As as the sun went down, and we're like. All right, we should probably head out. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, no. We get up from our little rock perch. I look back and I was like- Pitch black. Holy crap, is it dark? Pitch black. We were like, yeah, we were like maybe, (laughs) we weren't far into the woods, but we were like probably like a 15 minute hike (gasps) in. Oh my gosh. And I I was like, oh, we didn't bring flashlights. We didn't bring any. You know, oh like we had goodness. our phone. So yeah. luckily we yeah, had yeah. our phone. Yeah, so you could use your phone. So we're using like the little flashlight on the phone. <laughs> but I was JJ. like, oh, this is a bad parenting yeah. move. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like you want your kids to have good experiences when, when they <laughs> and do common things that are a little adventurous. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, you want them to God, exercise common sense? This could turn into a very bad experience. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, well, you made some fun memories anyway. Totally. And actually, like one week later, she's like, that was the best hike we've ever gone on. Oh, bless her heart. Because it was 
it's a little bit of the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And yeah. at night, at night, you become oh, yes. very keenly aware yes. of observing yes, everything. you do. Like every little twig yeah. that cracks underneath your foot, mm-hmm. every little rustle mm-hmm. in the leaves. Because your personal safety is in question. wind blowing through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I will tell you that, um, you know, I, I love this topic because when we were top- talking about the topic of observation, I think it's such a powerful topic in so many ways. Like you're talking about sort of the physical observation. And I will tell mm-hmm. you that for me, I think of observation as one of my greatest skills, um, not mm. just in nature, not just in looking for things that are beautiful and that make me feel good, but also in reading people, um, mm-hmm. in my own safety. That is kind of your job. It is my job. Yeah. And I <laughs> exactly. And um, yeah, but a lot of people have this job and are not very good at observing. Mm. And those people probably don't stay in the business <laughs> or right. or or they have a part time job so that they can eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that I think that the power of observation is so incredibly ingrained in me. And I was kind of thinking about this in preparation for our discussion because, you know, that's how I do my research. I just go, oh, what are we talking about? Let me think about this. Let me feel into this for five minutes. Okay, I'm ready. And you usually are, you know, much more well-organized. No, it's a lot. Yeah, Yeah. you got your notes. Um, Okay. But for me- So what did you- Here's what I realized. what did you find? I realized that since I had such a crazy upbringing, I was never Mm -hmm. in the same consistent environment for very long. And Mm. so as a result, it became of paramount importance- that I could observe everything going on around me to keep me safe, mm-hmm. to keep me safe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it it started with people, right? I, st- I started by noticing people. And I had a breeding ground for learning observation <laughs> because I went to my grandparents' church. You know, they were both ministers. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. for a number of years, they they co-led they co, um, a church. And then most of their... Uh, their careers, they had separate churches. So they were going different places mm. every Sunday. And so I would trade off where I went. But anyway, I could sit in the church pews and I could observe people's behavior, right? And mm. and it was like something that I did um, out of boredom sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I did it out of necessity. Sometimes I did mm-hmm. it to gauge when I should do something or when I should not do something. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I did not realize how much of an observer I was until people mm. started to comment on it. So I remember I dated mm-hmm. this guy years ago and we were at his parents' house and she, she, I had just used a Kleenex from the, from the Kleenex box that was in the kitchen. And mm. it was one of those puffs, you know, that they have lotion in it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. what, what in the world? Like, what? this is a weird Kleenex. Anyway, two minutes later, his mother took her glasses off to clean them and grabbed one of the mm-hmm. Kleenexes. And as she was wiping them, and then she looked, I said, "Oh yeah, those aren't those aren't very good thing. Those aren't very good Kleenexes for cleaning your glasses." And she said, mm-hmm. "Melissa, you are always so observant because mm-hmm. the act of her taking off her glasses and cleaning her glasses mm-hmm. was just part of all these things happening at that moment. We, mm-hmm. you know, all these conversations were going on. A bunch of people were in the kitchen and." But I'm I'm just like that. Like I feel like I'm picking up everything, like a 360 degree approach. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly observing how people are, their facial yeah. expressions, their eyes, their yeah. body language. Um, you know how they act when they're 
uncomfortable, how their bodies change mm-hmm. when they're sad or when they're excited mm-hmm. and enthusiastic. Um, so I think the power of observation is very, very strong and it hits us in a number of ways, whether we are aware of it or not. Yeah. The, um, the story about you being bored mm-hmm. and sitting in the pews and <laughs> yes. observing yeah. everybody. Yeah. That to me, that is one of the key missing elements of mm. today's society. Yeah. Yes. Is sitting and observing. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that drives me up a wall yeah. is when you're in line at the store. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're at the grocery store yep. and everyone's got their carts lined up and you're maybe like three deep because it's a little busy. Yep. Almost everybody is looking at their phone. Yeah. So what they're yeah. what they're unfortunately missing yeah. is this downtime this bored time mm-hmm. when they could be observing all sorts of like fun things that are happening yeah. around them. Yep. Instead, they're being like forced fed, like observe this now, observe this now, yeah. observe this now. Right. Look at this crap right. on your phone. Instead of being able to like look around their environment and start taking that in for themselves. Yeah. Don't you remember we not too long ago, we told that story about the bus dri- the school bus driver that was having some medical emergency mm. and one mm-hmm. 11-year-old boy ran up and saved him, pulled the bus over. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they were, remember that? They were interviewing him and but, he was the only kid that didn't have a phone. The only kid on the bus that didn't have a phone. Yeah, because he was observing everything. He was watching everything. Yeah. My gosh, I never yep. thought about this. I, I don't know how come I didn't, but you're saying this and it's like the the very first thing that I thought as you were describing this lack of situational awareness and lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. is because we have stopped observing and we mm-hmm. it's that's why that's why um and we've replaced yeah. observation with phones and that sort of thing but you know what think about it like this like if that's true um you know people are talking about since the pandemic people are rude now um people mm. don't treat each other with the same level of respect that they did people aren't as kind i mean i'm hearing a lot of that i don't know if you mm. are but how much of it ties back? You haven't? I'm not observing that. <laughs> That's because you're on your phone no, too yeah. much. <laughs> Stop being on your phone. <laughs> but but I guess what I'm curious is, here's my hypothesis with a question mark. Okay. Because we have lost our interest and um, energy to observe people, is mm-hmm. this what is causing the disconnection in the human mm. condition. Hmm. Is this what is causing that? Because you can't be empathetic to something you don't see. Mm-hmm. Right? Hmm. A really good quote. You can't um, be empathetic to something you don't see. Um, I was walking yep. on a trail a couple of weeks ago with my dogs, and mm-hmm. there was a young man that was sitting uh, on a bench that was built next to the trail. And he mm. was bent over with his head between his knees. And he had his mm. forearms covering his head, not just his hands, but his forearms mm. covering his head. Mm-hmm. And I could feel um, the pain coming off of this kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I walked by and I wanted to stop. 
mm. because I was just in like, I because first I observed it and then I went into, oh man, this guy is in crisis, right? Mm -hmm. And when I walked by, he showed no signs of even having an awareness that I just walked by. And by the way, I had the two golden mm -hmm. retrievers and they were, you know, everywhere, just jumping, bouncing, yeah, rolling. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're making a ruckus down Good the trail. Good Lord. Um, and so he he did not acknowledge me and I I felt like I should have said, do you need mm. me to sit with you? Um, mm -hmm. I felt this really strong urge to be protective of him. I didn't do anything because I felt, mm. I just felt I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And I could use the excuse of the dogs because that was real too. If somebody is in crisis and then two huge golden retrievers come and encumber your spirit with their fur, that might not, mm -hmm. that might not be the best. But I really should, just that, wonder about this. We should talk about that situation someday yeah. in more in depth because this idea that um, you feel yeah. like uh, an energy to go comfort somebody or yeah. go engage with someone in a certain way, mm -hmm. um, that happens a lot. Yeah. And then we rationalize all these yes. reasons why to not do that. Exactly right. And every time I do that, I always regret it. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. And all of this at the front end of all of that whole experience was observation. Mm -hmm. At the front end of all of it. Yep. So we're talking we talked about just observing our external world. Mm -hmm. You started talking about observing mm -hmm. other people, which mm -hmm. are also in our external world. Yeah. But now you've talked about kind of observing other people's energy. Mm-hmm. Right, kind yep. of starting to feel a little bit more into yep. that. <laughs> I always love how um, you recap. And then, of course, the self awareness around. journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the self awareness journey mm -hmm. is all about observing what's happening inside self. of us, mm -hmm. self. And you know, I think we can take lessons from what makes us successful at observing outside of ourselves mm -hmm. and apply that internal. So, yes. My example of sitting at the, on the side of the river for an hour, mm. not moving, and just watching more and more mm. make itself apparent to us yeah. as we just sat there yeah. in boredom with nothing else to do but look out. Mm. Um, we can do that internally, too. I think one of the things that, and it's it's easy to do, It's we, we kind of want to distract ourselves from that inward Exactly. That inward observation because yeah. a lot of times we don't like it. Yeah. Or, like what, or, what's or we're scared we're not going to like time. it. Or we're scared we're not going to like mm. it. And so we avoid it when it's actually not mm -hmm. even true that it would be bad, really. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, yeah. and, and I don't think you can observe others unless you know how to deeply observe yourself. You can't mm -hmm. see something in someone else that you don't also have. And this mm. is the thing about judgment. Like, when people want to judge other people's behaviors or actions around them, I always first say you cannot recognize something in someone else unless you too possess it. So if someone's mm -hmm. behaving in a way that you don't like, it's often because you have that same thing and it really bugs you when you do it. Um, mm -hmm. And this is kind of that space that you're talking about. It's like observing yourself, understanding yourself, because that's how you see the same thing in other people. Is Mm. Whether you're subconsciously or consciously doing it, that's what's different. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. I'm in alignment with that 100%. It is very much about being still enough to sense. Mm -hmm. 
being still enough. So what to are sense. some tricks? So what are some things we can do to practice getting better at observation? Mm. We talked about a couple of them, but yeah, what, do, what do you think are some some things you could do from like a day to day perspective to to yeah. practice this? You know, this is going to sound deep, and maybe you're going to go, "Okay, Melissa, that's weird." Um, no, I'm ready. <laughs> but for me, I think the best way to become better at observing observation because you know I'm always saying the difference between between the space in your mind and being able to change is judgment is the difference between judgment and observation. I always say yeah. that in coaching. When we judge ourselves harshly, when we're looking for things to be wrong, we find things and then we make make ourselves wrong about it or other people wrong. Mm. And mm -hmm. I think the first part to being able to stop that is to just ask yourself the question or to make a comment when you catch yourself not in a space where you're being very observational, you're being hard or you're being short or clipped or you don't feel good, your emotions don't feel good, um, just stopping for a minute and say, hmm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. What is it that I'm thinking about that's making me feel like this? Am I judging it or am I just observing? Mm -hmm. Like Let yourself off the hook. It's like rather than making yourself wrong or guilt yourself for things, what if you just said, oh, that's interesting. That is how I feel right now, or that's what I'm. That's what I mm. noticed, and that's not wrong. It's mm -hmm. not wrong for me to notice that. I'm just observing it, and that's really good that I can see it that way. Mm -hmm. So almost just having a different conversation with yourself. Yeah, what I what I hear you say is uh, lead with curiosity. Just yeah. be curious. Be more curious. And yes, and that yes, and to that what can you were lead talking to really about. Good observation. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a really, that's very well put and succinct as usual. Here's Melissa. Here's JJ, here's 862 words. And then you say, yeah, what you're saying is be curious. Okay, fine. It's two words. No, be more curious. It's three words. That's okay. We're hitting both extroverts and introverts today. Yep. Yep. What do you think? That's such a good question. Yeah, no, I think, I think it is. I think it is fundamentally about curiosity, mm. like curiosity in um, how the world works, mm. um, what's happening around you in your environment, curious about other people. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You were talking a little bit about um, if you stop observing people, you start losing empathy, mm -hmm. right, and other things. And yeah. uh, I think it goes back to just being curious about other people. Mm -hmm. If you're curious about other people and then you start finding out things about them, mm. um, yeah. the empathy comes right back. You know, can I tell and you And another... you, object you stop objectifying them, right? Yeah. You stop becoming an inanimate object and you realize like, oh no, this is like another person trying right. to live their life. Yeah. And, and it also is what are you looking for? If mm. you're searching for things that will amp you up, and validate your feelings of discord or if you're kind of in mm -hmm. a bad mood or if you're not feeling good inside some people will look for things outside of themselves to validate that you know like substantiating mm -hmm. evidence so to speak um one of the things that i love to do is i love to find people being right i love to find oh, people that's a funny for okay why do you like doing that okay so here's a prime example years ago i went to church at this place and there was a couple, her name was Dee and his name is Earl. They were an old couple. 
you can tell by the names maybe. And every single Sunday they sat in the exact same spot. She was slightly taller than he was. And you could tell by their body language they'd been together for decades. Mm-hmm. They just moved as a set, you know, and they sat in the exact same spot on the exact same side of each other. And every time that there was singing going on, they would mm-hmm. stand up and she would put her arm around his shoulder. And they sat, mm. they stood like that every single time for hmm. years. And um, and it just moved me because I thought this is, this is a, a couple that have these habits that they've built together. I'm observing these habits of strength within this couple. Mm-hmm. And one time I took my phone out <laughs> and I took a picture of them from behind them when she mm-hmm. had her arm around him. And it was, a, it was mm-hmm. kind of beautiful. And, you know, Mitch is like, what are you doing? Put your, can't do that. Stop taking yeah. pictures of people at church. <laughs> take pictures in church. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you that soon after that, Earl passed away. Mm-hmm. And I had a copy of that photo made and I sent it to her Mm -hmm. in a card. Oh, nice. And um, I just think when we can observe people that aren't trying to make a scene, people that aren't Mm -hmm. doing anything other than just living their lives, um, that's the stuff that binds us together. That's what makes us feel love. You know, There's a lot of beauty right there. There's so much beauty in just being. And just to your point, and actually, last week we did a pod on time, our relationship with time and death mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, are you willing to slow your mind down enough in the day-to-day insignificant moments mm-hmm. just to observe what feels good? Like, yep. it, that's, oh, a, that's, that... that's funny. We literally just did a pod about how, like, uh, <laughs> you maybe don't have enough time and seize the day. And... Yeah. Yeah. That and now yeah. and now what we're telling you to do is slow exact all that down opposite. and don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Such good coaches over here. No, but I <laughs> as you learn to be more observational, it simply does require intention. Like you have to be intentional about observing mm-hmm. things. You can't because uh, that's what a lot of people will do too. Like, okay, how many times have we talked about this like political or social unrest and somebody loses mm-hmm. it and then there's a bunch of people that just want to hop on the bandwagon not even understanding it not even really knowing it but just grabbing on to the ring because there seems to be a ring in the moment okay yeah that again is lack of observation people not yeah. observing what is until it is yep. at a fevered pitch that is just matching their energy without any basis for understanding and going going for it. So like what would happen mm-hmm. if we just were able to take a moment and really inspect yeah. out of curiosity what's going on around? Yeah, it's to me it's just like the nature walk. It's yeah. like we're not trying to run to the other end of the trail. Right. What we need to do is slow down, take it step by step, be yeah. curious, look mm-hmm. at all of the little things that are happening um and mm-hmm. uh, and take our time. Yeah. So great conversation. Go my my suggestion is go take a nature walk with your best artist friend. And a and flash walk alongside light. them and don't run to the end. <laughs> and a flashlight. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey. And it's better when we're all in it together. 
please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring.